Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. Some call it a gimmick, others a promotion, yet others call it a giveaway. Whatever you call it, however you use it, the goal is for it to help you improve your business. Here's what ad agencies think of direct mail gimmicks. Reprised with permission, Business Marketing, Crane Communications Incorporated, copyright October 1986. Agencies evaluate direct mail gimmicks. Is a direct mail gimmick a logical attention-getting device or is it just tacky? It's a question virtually all direct mailers must ask themselves. Advertising agencies, presumed to be the most creative of all service businesses, have differing views on the subject. Some agencies rave about sending small, unusual tokens to their clients and prospects. Others are more lukewarm. A plain old letter isn't going to create much excitement, says George Cohan, president of Fletcher Mayo Associates Chicago. But a three-dimensional object that someone can touch and hold and fondle creates interest because it gets them involved. A Fletcher Mayo once sent a model of a Chinese boat known as a junk to a couple of prospects whose direct mail business it wanted. The agency included a message to the effect that this is the only junk mail we know of, Mr. Cohan says. The agency won one of the accounts. Carl Liggett Incorporated, Cleveland, mailed a series of similar mailings, including satin hot dogs, miniature automobiles, and huge for-sale signs to three prospects. Hal Shoup, president of the agency, sings the praises of using such devices. It's fun and very effective, he says. You just sit and wait for the phone to ring, and by golly, it does. Even though the gifts haven't helped Carl Liggett win any accounts, they generated requests for presentations at two of the three prospects. And that's good enough for Mr. Shoup. We just wanted to get our foot in the door, he says, and we accomplished that objective. But Jim Watts, president of Kenrick Watts Advertising and Marketing Services Incorporated, St. Louis, has a different view of the tactic, even though he's used it himself. I'm not crazy about them, Mr. Watts says. We don't find them to be tremendously effective. For example, years ago, when Mr. Watts worked for another agency, he sent worry stones to two prospects the agency was having trouble reaching. The idea was, let us take your worries away, he says. But the clients were unmoved. People said, yeah, I got your stone. Thanks, Mr. Watts says. The key to success is knowing what to send to whom and when says Don Peppers, Senior Vice President and Director of New Business Development for Agency Levine, Huntley, Schmidt and Beaver Incorporated, New York. You have to have a good feeling for the psychology of the person you're sending it to, he cautions. If you're not careful, it can backfire on you. With that in mind, Mr. Peppers advises sending gimmicks to people only after a company has talked with them once or twice and gotten to know them a little. I'm not opposed to using a gimmick to get in to see a new prospect, and sometimes I'll use a gimmick if I can't get their attention any other way, he says, but it has to be very, very targeted. Mr. Peppers prefers to play it safe. Although his agency makes probably hundreds of cold calls in one or two months, he generally sends quirky gifts only to companies with which he's worked. I'll mail clever things to them because it's important to keep in touch with them, but yet they don't want to get a call from me every few months, he says. While agencies generally agree with Mr. Peppers, all the above mailings went to a few specific prospects, not all do. Gears Gross Advertising Incorporated, New York, recently hand-delivered coolers full of ice cream to 40 New York companies with which it had not worked. 
The idea was to link the agency with its award-winning campaign for Frusenglasia ice cream. We're not looking for a particular response to this specific mailing, says Hank Wasiak, president of Gears Gross. We're hoping to broaden the interest in the agency in general. Whether or not gimmicks work, what's really important is the service that follows, agencies agree. As Mr. Watts says, the sophisticated advertiser is always going to ask, but what specifically can you do for me? Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.